Bleacher Creatures podcast. Bleacher Creature. 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 Bleacher Creature himself. going on everyone it's uh episode three of the bleacher creatures podcast it's your boy luke here with john and uh got another good week of uh good topics to discuss so without further ado let's get into some shit so there you go so i know we're at week 17 that pivotal week for some teams you know the colts the titans obviously the ravens pittsburgh philly minnesota the list goes on um, the one game I know I'm interested in, and I'm pretty sure you are too, would be mainly Cleveland and Baltimore. Um, I know me, obviously, with my, with my Steeler fandom, you know, I'd be stupid not to pay attention to that game. Sure. But give me your take on, like, we all know the, the Baltimore needs to win that game to win the division and keep the Steelers out of the playoffs entirely. If they lose yeah. and if we beat... Cleveland's on a roll right now, bud. I know, dude. Baker's Baker's a uh, <laughs> something else, dude. Man. Baker's slinging footballs and dick he's all over that field. That, he's about to take that flag and put it right in that Ravens helmet. Oh, nothing in this world would make me happier than seeing the Ravens get eliminated. You know what, dude? They got they have a good team. It's it's really more than him. They have a good offensive line. Yeah, Chubb, Chubb is legit. Jarvis Landry's a legitimate number. I guess you would call him a number one slot because he plays out of the slot a lot. But yep, he's a number one, like an Edelman, like a, a faster, tougher Edelman, right? Mm-hmm. And I mean, Callaway's got speed on the outside, and Juku and Joku is the most one of the most athletic tight ends. Yeah, and on the defense side of the ball, you got a bunch of playmates. You got Miles Garrett. Dude, that dude, cool. that D line is respectably solid. Like we all knew, Miles Garrett was a can't miss. The end, like, you know, that was like as sure of a yeah. bet as we've probably ever seen. Right. But, like, even guys like you see Peppers every once in a while creep up in the box, like that Dayon Buchanan style hybrid. Like, you know, he you, plays a very good uh, hybrid safety. <laughs> That's yeah. His job. Right. But I'm saying, I think, I think obviously it was smart to get rid of Hugh Jackson because Hugh Jackson's a terrible head coach. God awful. Right. But I also think. The one good thing that Hugh did was bring in Greg Williams to be that the, the at the time D coordinator, now interim head coach. I think Cleveland would be stupid to get rid of Williams because I think he brings enough energy to that locker room where the it, it, it almost reminds me of a college coach, which for young players who are within their like well, within the the term of their rookie contract would be nice because it's like you know you're in the big leagues, but you still keep that college energy if you catch my drift. It's not like right. you're playing for because not everyone can play for a Belichick, you know. No. Not not everyone can play for a quote unquote dinosaur head coach. If you catch my drift, no, they like the new guy, the younger guys, right? E- but, yeah, you're right. Either uh, give me a McVeigh or a fiery guy like a like a Greg Williams. The other guy we didn't mention was Denzel Ward, who's playing at a top five quarterback level. Right yeah, now. Ward's a Ward's a. How stud. many times pick up pick off Roethlisberger twice in a game? Yeah, twice in his first ever game. Jesus Christ! No, uh, Ward's a stud. There's no. 
I mean, again, for goddamn, these Ohio State cornerbacks and secondary guys are so good. Marshawn Lattimore, all these guys, they're they're sick. They're great. You Hooker on the on the Colts when he's healthy. Right, okay. Hooker's a stud. Yeah, he can play when he's healthy. Yeah, I mean, dude, I think we're finally seeing the Browns because you know we all know that there's a, the, those first round picks that don't always materialize. And then there's always they're going to be first round picks that take a year or two to really get going. I think sure. you I think you're seeing Cleveland finally have those immediate impact guys like the Wards and Garretts and then you have guys like Peppers who in like the second year are thriving finally. Like it took them a year but now they got it. Now they're in that rhythm like they're moving. You know, contributing. Peppers, yeah, they're all that whole team is playing well together. Yeah, yeah, and 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 you know, for what it's worth, obviously Mayfield. I'll be the first to admit I didn't think Mayfield was going to do a whole lot of anything this year. I thought it would take him a, a lot longer. I was wrong. I'll I will admit it. I'm man enough to admit that when I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Um, that kid's a beast. No, Mayfield is a stuff. Yeah, he's a stuff. I just I get skeptical with the Big Twelve quarterbacks coming in just because the Big Twelve is a, a notorious no defense college or no well, uh, conference if you rather. SEC is it's all no defense unless you're playing the SEC. Well, Big Ten's got good defense too, but we're not going to break not. down. Right, we're not we're not going to go in the rabbit hole of Power Five yeah. football uh, defensive football. Right. But what I'm saying is. Of the, if there's any conference that's notorious for being completely porous, it's the Big Twelve. Case in point, you know, you we've seen the we've seen the Brandon Whedons come out and do nothing. We've seen Sam Bradford be good but can't stay healthy. We've seen Geno sure, Smith yeah. light it up and then do nothing. Wait, so, when did we see him light it up? Geno Smith at West Virginia. Oh, uh, West Virginia, I was gonna say. Right. I'm saying I've Right. It's these Big Twelve quarterbacks that I, there's like there's almost like a false sense of hype, where the hype is you know real and the numbers are there, but it's only because you're basically playing no defense. Like there might as well not be anybody there, type of defense. Right. Right. And that would that always scares me for a Big Twelve quarterback coming into the league with not only defenses but good defenses like Baltimore. Like you know Baker's got to play Baltimore twice every year. I.e. Sunday, there's not really a, there is no better defense in football right now than the Ravens, except maybe the Bears. Right, you're right. Right, so I'm curious uh, to see because because the, yeah, right. the other thing that you got to remember, Baker's on fire. The Browns are playing real well, but so is Baltimore, and now they got something to play for too. Uh, I, I still take the Browns. I I'm not completely bought in on Lamar Jackson winning a big game. If you stop him from beating you with his legs, you're going to stop them from winning. Right. Now, do you think – I'm sure Garrett will, will force pressure and force him out of the pocket. Right. I'm just con- I'm just convinced – or I'm concerned, rather. It's going to be a low-scoring game. It's going to be which rookie quarterback makes a bigger mistake or makes a mistake. Mm-hmm. You know, one of those. I, I don't see – it's not going to be a high-scoring game. Probably, you're probably looking at something like 21-17 highest. Most likely, like, 17 to 13 is what I could say. Well, I got to give Jackson credit. He had a hell of a game against a good Charger defense on the road. Yeah, he did. 
Right. So his confidence, I'm sure, is is skyrocketing considering yeah, i'm sure harbaugh is making him more confident he's he, he definitely saved harbaugh's job right and then we all know speaking of jobs we all know he took joe flacco's he definitely did no that's dumb that flacco era is over we'll see him in a different uniform next year yeah right <laughs> no we will hello arizona cardinals you think no but he'll go to some shithole team and and die off slowly giants yeah. I You wouldn't take him slinging the ball downfield to Shepard and Odell? I mean, I would, but I need no line. Well, that's a whole other topic. Right. I agree. Yes. No, Flacco's not gonna retire. He's still functional enough to be a serviceable starter a or a damn good backup. Oh, a thousand percent. Then Flacco. No, matter of fact, I'm gonna call it right now. Flacco goes to the Redskins. Yeah, I can see that. Well, I they mean, need we'll they need it. They, well, we all know. Well, Josh Johnson has to go play in the uh, Alliance Football League, so I'm I don't know <laughs> what I don't know what uh, <laughs> uh right, <laughs> but getting back to the game at hand. So we, we yeah, I ja- think the Browns win. I I don't think you're wrong. This game fascinates me because the words Cleveland is playing well hasn't come out of my mouth in like ten years. No, it's been more than that, bro. Right. Well, what? But was the last time they made the playoffs? What, two thousand two? Two thousand? No. Before, I think they made like two thousand seven. No, I don't think they did. All right, you're gonna. I think, be, what's his, you're gonna uh, make. You're gonna make me Google this, you son of a bitch, aren't you? Yes, I am. I think it was two thousand two. All right, give me two seconds. I'm. I'm. I'm googling all right, right all now. Right, let's see what it is. Browns playoff appearances. <laughs> all but two. And. But yours. What? Right now? No, man. <laughs> Here it is right now. <laughs> Just making sure, bud, because we're New Year's right around the corner, too. Uh, da, 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 da. 2002? 2001? Give me a second, man. Browns playoff appearances since 1999, or since 2000. When's the last time? Uh, that would be 2002. Good memory. Wow, really? Okay, so I was right. Yeah, 2002. Mm-hmm. So it's been about to be 17 years. Listen, I'll tell you what. This team, if you take away their their first three games, if you remember, would they lose two games in the final seconds and one in overtime? Uh, something like that. So if you take let's and that's before like Mayfield was even their starter. Mayfield came in halfway through the Jets game. And let's be real, had the Steelers not blocked that field goal in Week One, that was another win they should have had. Dude, they should have won two. They legitimately should have won two of those three games. And then we're talking about the Bra- the Ravens trying to knock the Browns out. Of the well, play. the Browns win two more games. They are like they would have clinched the division by now. What what are they eight? What's their record? They're uh, uh, seven and one. Yeah. So let's just say two more wins, take away the tie, and add a loss. So they would be. They'd be right. I think they'd be tied. They'd be with nine both. and they'd be nine and six right now, right there with Indianapolis, the Titans, the Ravens, else. and the Steelers. And yeah, no, the Steelers would have lost one more. Oh yeah, right. Possibly. Possibly. Yeah, Depending but they'd be game. up there with the Ravens. But they're yeah, they're nine and six right now. So they're. I'm telling. I think they're better than Baltimore. If this season were to go on another five games, they'd make the playoffs. They're I mean, better. 
Cleveland is better than the Colts. Cleveland is better than the Texans. Cleveland is better than the Titans. Cleveland is better than the Ravens. Fucking hashtag hot take. You're telling me you think Cleveland's better than Houston? Oh, I told you last. I do not think the Texans are good. The Texans, the Titans, and the Colts are not good football teams. But you can't sit here and tell me that Cleveland's better than all three of them. You want to tell me I Cleveland's was, yeah, better than Jacksonville? Yeah, yeah no shit. I, I I think Cleveland's better than all three. Uh, you see, you see any of those three teams go, getting anywhere in the playoffs? Maybe Houston. Unless they may, play each other. They play each other. Maybe Houston by virtue of a home game. That's it. No, no. Houston's not going to be one of the big teams. No way. No, they're I not going to. Cleveland a better chance no, with that pass rush and that rough, rough defense. Maybe they get lucky. It's a cold weather game. You know, yeah. Baker comes up with a big play. They could win. I don't think the Texans, the Texas Colts and Titans suck. They are who they are. They are mediocre teams that end up play good in the regular season. You know, they're never going to beat the likes of like a New England, uh, Kansas City. Now, you know, teams like they're never going to beat the t- the big teams. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. We all know the AFC is run, until further notice, by the Patriots, which is infuriating. I think we're seeing the end of that right now. Oh, I I'm, I couldn't agree more, and I'm so happy. I No, we are definitely seeing the end of that right now. I, I, I really think that. I'll tell you, what, the team that I like the most, or one of the teams I like the most, is the Steelers. Yeah, but, dude, we got to get to the we got to get to the show. There's... No. <sighs> dude, dude, we... we it's it's a very like I I've said this seemingly every week. Th- this NFL year, just kind of in general, has been a weird year. And like every week, something else is popping up that's like, what the fuck? But this year, well, especially the playoff hands for Pittsburgh, are completely controlled by Cleveland. If that okay, do, if so. that doesn't put 2018 NFL in a nutshell as far as kooky weirdness, that I don't know what does. Okay, here's here's the biggest thing in my opinion. Okay, is the fact that we're just looking at two games, right? We're looking at Colts Titans and we're looking at the Ravens Browns. I'm taking the Browns. Right. I think you are too. Right. We agree on that. Colts Titans. I'm taking. Regardless of what's wrong with Mariota, I don't know who the hell is going to win that game. I could see it going one of two ways. I could see Derrick Henry rushing for 200 yards. This is what they keep him for, right, for the end of the year. So he's got fresh legs. Everybody's like, oh, is he going to start the year hot next year? Didn't he do this at the end of last year too? If I'm not mistaken. The only reason I remember that is he was the hottest pickup in fantasy at the end of the year last year. Yeah, right. The guy comes in at like 6'4", 260, running a 4'6", with fresh legs, and everybody's beat the shit at the end of the year. Yeah. And they're like, oh, he's so great. No, he is so fresh. Mm-hmm. I mean, did you see that 99-yard run? Yeah, that was insane. They just – yeah, but like he's he, – you, you saw that like he looks – dude. No, everyone, every, everyone, else he, is, everyone else is limping, and he's gallivanting around the field. <laughs> Right, exactly, and and normally guys that big, even smaller, they run out of gas after running eighty yards, right? They just do. Like the Marcus Mann, the Jets, he had a pick off or a uh, pick that should have been a pick six for ninety nine yards. It's one of the funniest videos ever. You see him cross the fifty yard line, dude. He almost starts walking. Hmm. It's hilarious. He could, he just had nothing left in him. Or as you know, the James Harrison pick, right? Ninety nine yards, he's dead. Oh, uh, the Super right? Bowl one, yeah. But at least yeah. at least Debo made it. <laughs> no, but what I'm saying about Henry is yeah. that no, he's he, fresh. He could have like he could have forced Gump that and just kept going. 
Dude, Derrick Henry is like what Subway sandwich meat is supposed to be. He's fresh. He's what you want right now. Right, exactly. So I can see them winning regardless of Mariota. If he just runs the rock all game, it's going to come down. It's going to come down. Does the game dictate passing or running? If a game dictates passing, whether Mariota is in or not, that favors Andrew Luck. Oh, by far. But if the game is is a, a low scoring defensive battle, I'm gonna I'm gonna take Derrick Henry. Yeah, but you also don't think the Titans defense wouldn't be more prone to step up at home against a familiar opponent? I'm just saying. No, I, I, I do, but I don't think that that's gonna. I, there's better defenses, aka Dallas, that couldn't slow down Andrew Luck when he's on. Yeah, I Tennessee, know, just, Tennessee. I, I don't think I don't, Tennessee. I'm not impressed with Luck. Dude, he can't throw the ball as good as he used to, for sure. He can't as hard as he. His power definitely has severely decreased. Okay. So, but even even if so, even if he's even if his arm isn't clicking, you still got Mac. You still got weapons that can do something, and an old line that's all of a sudden miraculously figured out what the hell they're doing. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I'm not buying it. I'm well, selling. well, right. Well, we we I know we went in depth on the Colts last week. I'm not going to rehash that argument because there's no changing your mind on certain things. I've learned that over the course of being your your friend for these many years now. But what I will say is, I I I mean, I think you said it best. If this game favors passing, you'd have to go Indy. If it favors the ground, you'd kind of have to go Tennessee. Sure. And I don't know, I'm not a meteorologist, but I don't know what the weather is either, but the weather, you know damn well, could also... warm and sunny, I'll tell you that. Well, no shit, it's December in Nashville, but, you know, I'm just saying, if this game was at Lucas Oil, and you eliminate the weather, that's one less thing you gotta worry about, even in the kick game. Right, then I would have picked Indianapolis, I think. Yeah, well... I think Indianapolis is the better team. Yeah, I would be because just in today's NFL. If you can throw the ball, you're better than the team who runs the ball. Which is why, again, I'm taking Cleveland all over Baltimore. That's that is true. I, has Lamar Jackson thrown for over 200 yards yet? What do you throw for in that Chargers game? I I want to say it was like a let me let me speaking of about Google. 80? Yeah, I was gonna say that seems about right. Let me just double check. No, 204 this. in the Chargers game. Oh, okay. So he was a whole four yards over the 200 mark. Four year, but that was a big game for him throwing the football. Yeah, well, he—that's he... what I don't like about these running teams. You fall behind, dude. If they just—if the team scores on their opening drive, you throw a pick six, then you go three and out, then they score a field goal, and you're down seventeen nothing before, like you know, you even know what the hell is going on. Now, now you're running with teams like that. Usually, they make it close, but it's just that's it. Yeah, no, they, I... they don't have enough to catch up. Yeah, no, I I, I hear you. I do. Just uh, I, this game is so damn fascinating to me, for not well, not even the Colts Titans one. That's a that's a great game. I might have to watch that game. But this what Brown game? this Brown Raven game, I, I dude, yeah. I, I, I part there's a part of me that wants to see Cleveland actually have a winning record. Like, like I think I think we've shit on Cleveland fans, like especially as a Steeler fan, I've shit on Cleveland fans for years, like a like a rented porta potty. This this year, you you can't do it anymore. No, I'll tell you what, I think they're going to make the playoffs next year too. I well, one more year of great drafts, 
and you'd have to you'd have to think that you know they can they have the pieces just a couple all you need is that whipped cream and cherry on top and and I think you're definitely a playoff caliber team absolutely no question yeah i mean we'll see what happens but it's it definitely looks as though they could be a playoff team for sure yeah i i feel you on that any other game this week you have your eye on? Yeah, just Patriots. Let me guess. You want you want to see if Darnold can stay hot against New England. Yeah, I want him to light up the scoreboard and them to lose. Keep that second or third overall pick. <laughs> Spoken like a true Jet fan. I want my boy yes. to do great, but I want us to also lose by two touchdowns. Yes, that would be tough. Yeah, I'll tell you what, they should have won last week too. Yeah. That fourth and that fourth and goal, you gotta look at the play, that fourth and goal by Rodgers. Yeah. He did not come he didn't come close. And they didn't even review it, so I don't know. Yeah. Well, all right, so what do you think we saw what Darnold did against Houston, who you admittedly said was a solid defense. What so, Darnold did against yes. So what do you think he can do against a Pat's defense? I don't know. I don't think it's gonna be that good. I really don't. Really? I don't. Because of what? Familiarity with your opponent? No, just because he's a 20 or 21-year-old kid, they're going to change up the scheme on him, this and that. They're gonna, they can screw around with him a bit. But I'd have to think, if you're the Jets, this is a no-pressure game for Darnold. Like, that's got to be refreshing sure. when you're 20, 21 if you have nothing to play think, no, for. I don't think there's no such thing as no pressure game for a 20, 21-year-old kid. Well, if there, there's only two quarterbacks in the NFL right now with zero pressure on them who are the rookies. It's him and it's Rosen. No, I wouldn't say. I disagree fully. I don't think there's no such thing as a zero pressure when you're that young playing in the NFL, dude. Well, I'm saying there's no playoff implication. There's no... It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. But dude, he's in, he's in New York. He loses a game. He's a bust. He plays good. He's the next Steve Young. Dude, you know? I mean, yeah. And, you know, dude, he's got to know what this game means to, like, Jeff. I think this game means – I think going to New England and winning the last game of the year would – that, and I don't want them to win, but I think that would just really – he knows what that would mean to him and the team and the moving forward. Most importantly, I – here's the thing, though. If they win and he doesn't play well, it wouldn't be as as exciting. It's more, can he go there and play well? well that's what that's a win. I'll, really. I'll tell you this. We we being in the New York area, I've been seeing the ads for like the Renew Your Jets PSL for 2019. Those ads on TV. Yeah. If the if Darnold can pull off this win, I guarantee you that box office on Monday is gonna be a shit show. It's gonna, uh, yeah. I mean, Donald granted, because right. he, here's the thing: you guys are right now either the, the correct me if I'm wrong. You guys are the two or the three seed, or pick, yeah. right? Yeah, two or the third. Yeah. Okay, so if you lose, I'm sorry. If you win, you're still gonna be in the top five. I think there's a big difference of what if you trade down and what you can get. Though, speaking of which, the reason that kid Herbert is not coming out of the draft, he's staying. It doesn't. Look, I think yeah. when we were talking earlier. That's what I meant to tell you. Yeah. That he is staying. Yeah. That's a big. That's that's big because he might have been the first quarterback off the draft. Either him off or him or Locke. Yeah. 
No, even the kid from Ohio State or the kid Oh, from yeah, Duke. Dwayne Haskins, too. Haskins and the kid from Duke, they really That's like, That's true. Right? I can't remember his name. Well, the kid from the kid from Duke doesn't get as much um, airtime as the Haskins, no, the Herberts. He's one of those kids that can make a late push at the combine. I yeah, don't, yeah, I, yeah. I don't know, but. No, I, I hear you on that. Um, All I'm saying is is that as of right now you have you have you had four guys that could have been top five picks now not. So as a Jet fan, what's more important to you going into the last week of 2018? Your spot in the draft order, or do you or or do you or do you want a restored confidence in your team that the future is trending upward? No, because the future is not trending upward as long as you have Bulls as your coach. I'll tell you that. Mm. I could coach a better game than him, Luke. Yeah, oh, I, God, I, I, I don't. Brutal, yeah, I don't doubt that. I think there was one coach worse in the NFL, and that was Hugh Jackson. Yeah, I agree. Now, <laughs> and now there's reports that the Jets won a Harbaugh from Michigan, and they said no, that's not true. Well, first of all, Harbaugh. Well, first of all, Harbaugh is making too much goddamn money at Michigan. He ain't coming to the goddamn they, Jets. They said they said the, the the report said that they would pay whatever he wants. Yeah, well, guess what? He's happy as shit in Ann Arbor. I can promise you that. Although, sure if, although, 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 right. Well, I was about to say, if he keeps losing to Ohio State, though, then who knows? Harbaugh cannot be Meyer, huh? You just can't. Well, do Meyer's it. gone, so that's yeah. Meyer's gone now, so we'll see. Maybe yeah. he's going to want to stay to cement the fact that you know now he's top guy, yeah. right? That's true. But so now let me ask you this: so we got, so we we've covered the Jets, we've we've talked Ravens, we've talked Browns. And there's not one other game. That that fascinates well, you. I, the only other one that jumps out to me. No. This, is, this is such a shitty week seventeen. Normally week seventeen's got like at yeah, least. No, it's filled with like three or four or five. Yeah, this isn't anything to write home about. Yeah. Now the only other game that's jumping out to me, on paper, is this. Um, is the Vikings and right the Bear Viking game for the sole purpose of Minnesota has everything to play for and. But the, you know what's funny as a Jet fan, I actually am intrigued in that game because. The whole Kirk Cousins saga, right, with yeah. them coming to New York and using them, admittedly on video, using them to get a better offer, which yeah. is a huge slap in the face, right? Well, now, if this guy doesn't make the playoffs, in my opinion, you're just a, you're just a, you're at the same level as the Jets. I don't care if you had a play-in game and you lost. I, in fact, the way I see it, I'd rather have a playoff, or I'd rather get the third overall pick and have a playing game and lose. Well, I will say this: so. we all know the Bears are in; they clinched. I would be like if you're the Bears. I almost wonder if you if it's worth it to just not play your key guys, like the Khalil Max, the Tariq Cohens, you know those factor uh, guys. I think that you you do play them because you can get a buy. You just scoreboard watch as you go. Yeah, but you, you, right. If the Rams get up to their twenty-one nothing lead. Then, then you pull your guys out. It's really the the big guys that you would want to pull are Trubisky, Cohen, and Mack. Uh, maybe that defensive tackle too. But other than that, you're playing everybody. Well, yeah, you could pull you, Eddie, you could pull Eddie Jackson. But point yeah, is, well, fuck the fuck the schematics and logistics. Speaking of teams that have no business to be playing well right now, the goddamn Niners going against. If I'm the Rams, I can see the Rams blowing this game. Sure. Then, well, uh, what's his name? Is a good coach. Uh, Shanahan. Shanahan. Yeah, great offensive coach. I mean, yeah, he's got Nick Mullins 
out there with confidence. He's got every quarterback out there with confidence. Yeah, I, and also George Kittle might be the the best tight end in football. Him and Kelsey. Yeah. Uh, and Ertz. Uh, Ertz. You, you, uh, Kittle. All right. That's a tough topic. Kittle is because he's 24. Kelsey and Ertz are 28 and 29, right? Yeah. So Kittle is definitely going to be better. Yeah. Ertz, I don't think is that is. Uh, you can't say he's not that good. I don't think. Look at the game he had last week. I think Ertz is more is the most system guy out of the three. Yeah. So he's the Tom. Yeah, so so, comes, uh, yeah, so he's the Tom Brady of tight ends, ends, is what you're telling me. No, Tom Brady's not a system guy. Jeez. <laughs> no, I just I, I love poking poking the Pats fan with that argument. No, listen, Kittle is so fast and he's so good at blocking. He'd be good in any system. Yeah, Kelsey. Kelsey's great. He'd be good in any system. He runs crisp routes. He's a healthy Gronkowski. Mm-hmm. Okay, he's big. You can't you can't body the guy, and he's fast for his height. Yeah, Ertz is like a possession tight end. He he kind of is very good at route running, finds open spaces in the zone. He's like he, he's like Heath Miller, but a little faster. He brought home my fantasy championship week for me. Oh, did you win? I did win. Getting by the semifinals, I won by. Four points. The, guy, the kid had Derrick Henry on his bench. That really helped me out. Well, yeah. But did you win the title? I did win the title, of course. Mad boy. I mean, so, it's, 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 yeah, he had a great week of Foles last week, but he does so much better with ones. Mm-hmm. He's a one, he's a one-trick pony, Earth. He's going to find holes in the seam. Yeah. Right? I mean, not much yards after the catch ever with this guy. Yeah. Uh, Kelsey and Kittle. I mean, Kittle is known for yards after the catch. Yeah. I mean, how, how many times do you see a tight end take one to the house as many times as Kittle? I, I've seen Evan Ingram on the Giants do it a few times. But I've no, I haven't seen anybody do it near as much as George Kittle. Yeah. Yeah. Certain certain guys just have that that ability to, to play beyond their position's expectations. Or they're just like more gifted, or more their their attributes are just jumping off the page. Right, right. Kittle's I, so goddamn good. I guarantee you, Kittle next year is the highest taken tight end. I'm calling it now. It, well, he's this good with who is his quarterback too? Yeah, Mullins and Lord knows when I mean, Jimmy G comes G- back. Really forget it. Mm-hmm. Speaking of which, of Jimmy Garoppolo, I do think that guy's a top ten quarterback. Do you? I do. All right. Well, let's see him stay healthy and then get back to me on that. Well, we can argue that. And when I say top ten, I'm including age here, okay, as well. Well, okay, that so, right. That's clearly in his favor. I think he's in the next group of great quarterbacks. But let's also, but he, Jimmy G's what? Maybe 26, 27 with the body of a twenty-two year old because he sat for for a couple years. Exactly. So in my head, he's like 22, 23. His body hasn't endured much. Besides this, it hasn't endured much. Right. So now, um, moving forward, um, yeah. did you want to make any predictions on, because we're getting into the good part of bowl season. Like, I know, did you happen to catch the, what was it, the Cheez-It Bowl last night? It was uh, with TCU? I did not. I was too busy <laughs> watching uh I was watching a movie called Split, actually. Okay. That game, 
just to put things into perspective here for anyone who may or may not have saw this, that was supposedly arguably the worst bowl game in college football history. How so? Both combined nine interceptions. Um, yeah, this was in terms of shit show. This was about as high as it gets. Right. Well, and the final that. score was ten to nine. Like <sighs> rough business. Right. Yeah, I'm not a big bowl guy, to be honest with you. Well, right, no, well, well, no one, no one gives a shit about the Cheez It Bowl. I don't blame you for not watching that one. The Cheez It Bowl. Yeah, also <laughs> fucking great name. name right? well, that's got that might be my new favorite bowl now. The name of these bowls are really hilarious when you. Oh, they're dude. The, the, the fact the, the fact that the Cheez It Bowl is an actual thing, it's like hilarious. borderline restores my faith in humanity. Now. <laughs> What? <laughs> but, no, when I'm talking bowls, I'm talking college football playoffs. The ones that matter, sure. the ones you're going to be watching, probably drunk or at least half cocked, you know, at your New Year's party. Yeah, I'm not I'm not big. The only game I'm worried about is who's, who's playing Alabama. So I can see the tide go down. Okay. Well, yeah, I mean, I too That's would, I would love to see the tide lose. And, that's my only concern. All right. Um, I mean, that's that's a fair point because I know you're a Georgia guy, right? Uh, yes. Yeah. yeah so, I mean, oh, I'm so diehard Bulldog. Oh, so yeah. If there's one fan base that would love to see Bama shit the bed, it would be the Georgia fans. Well, I'll tell you what. I think Georgia should have made the, the college football playoff. I have no idea. I understood they lost twice. Or how do you? They would not. Or let me refer, They would not have lost twice to Bama. Yeah, that uh, the the thing. What kills me with 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 freaking Bama is every freaking year. Like it's one year, it's the year of Hertz, and then the next year, it's the year of Tua, and then it's like it, it's their inner. It, it, it Saban just blows my mind with how he can. The SEC game. If Tua stays in that game, yeah. Bulldogs win. Last year, if Hurts stays in that game, Bulldogs win. All right. Well, Alabama, Alabama, not know how to adjust to the new guy coming in. Well, here's what I'll tell you: the Orange Bowl is Alabama against Oklahoma, right? Which is the number one offense in the country. So yeah, well, yeah, because West Virginia put up 51 on them on Oklahoma. So you can't tell me that they're prepared to stop. Any combination of Alabama offense, regardless of who's a quarterback, they 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 can't handle it. I agree. Yeah. So yeah. I, so I, Bama's I, gonna I, win that one. What, well, I'm sorry. What did you just say? I said roll tide. So I'm yeah, I'm pretty sure if you ever step foot near the University of Georgia, you might be killed on sight. Yeah. Well, listen. I'm just saying that they're gonna win that game. There's no. Yeah. 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 Now let me ask you this though. Speaking of Oklahoma, how do you think Kyler Murray is going to be as a MLB player? I think he's going to be great. Yeah, right. I do. No, nah, the, the the kid looks like he's too good of an athlete, just like a naturally gifted kind of athlete. I, you can tell me this because he's <laughs> hockey. Yes, he is going to be great. Yeah, he's going to be a stud. And also, I if there's one person I trust to scout. A uh, you know a college kid or a high school kid, it's Billy Bean and his and the, and his his group of scouts. 
Dude, his group of scouts and his group of players evaluating evaluation is phenomenal. I don't know him and the them and the Rays. They do it every year, man. Yeah, right. Oh, freaking speaking of baseball, we actually had a trade. I'm I'm sure you. So let me ask you. First trade. I'm talking about the Dodger and Cincinnati trade. Right. So, I'm telling you now, this trade angers me. Because I want Cincinnati to give me, a.k.a. the Yankees, Scooter Jeanette, for some package that includes Sonny Gray. That may not happen now because they actually got some players there. Yeah, I can't believe that that actually happened. But the real reason behind that trade is Harper to the Dodgers, right? Well, yeah. it was Every couple of years, the Dodgers make love to seem to make this salary dump. For somebody, like when they traded Adrian Gonzalez. They gave him three pretty good players. I mean, Kemp had a, an all-star year last year. No, Kemp. He's solid. And Kemp, Wood, even though he had a bad year, is a solid. No, Kemp is to that deal what Edwin Diaz was to the Mets for taking Cano. I think Puig and the Dodgers needed to sever ties. I don't think so, but. Oh, dude. Puig, you know damn well Puig hated in, being in a platoon. At least, yeah, at least, at play. least in Cincinnati, he has two things going for him. One, that's your everyday right fielder. So he'll get the chance to play every day. Maybe get one day off every two weeks, like you know, normal maintenance day off. But also, too, he's he. I think that team, regardless of how not good they are, that's like a young kind of energetic team, which I think fits Puig better. Than a team yeah. like the Dodgers, I I mean, I don't know. I don't think he's gonna he's gonna hit like thirty five home runs there, but I don't think he's gonna have fun playing for Cincinnati. Well, no, he's gonna have fun. Those dog days of the summer, it's a hundred degrees out there. There's ten people in the stands. I mean, yeah, <laughs> I I mean, yeah, that's I mean that that what you just described is Sunny Gray's paradise. Right. That, yeah, you know what? Though they're different personalities. I could see Puig playing great in the in the Bronx or the Queens or. You think? I'll you tell you what, he'd be a great Red Sox. Eh, maybe. But those fans, if he had one walk off home run versus the Yankees in his tenure, he'd be a fan favorite for life. Well, I mean, dude, if you're if you're a Red Sox fan, you could literally piss on a Yankee thing, and you're a god. Just like sure. if you're just like if you're in the Bronx, if you punch a Red Sox fan in the face, you're a god. The only people that aren't going to be cool with that is the NYPD. You're right. Right. Fair enough. Right, but you know, I think Puig, like you, at a certain point, Cincinnati, and I can't believe we're bringing up the goddamn Reds on this podcast, but we're just, I guess we're just rolling with it at this point. I guess so. <laughs> yeah, the Reds at a certain point. The prospects that they have, you know, the Nick Senzels of the world, they're they're coming. Their their arrivals is right. Right, but I'm saying those guys are going to start be making an impact. Don't worry, let's just the Reds are not going to be relevant for at least another five. No, but but I see the Reds. No, maybe no, no, they're not making the playoffs. I'm not saying that. I'm I'm saying I see their trajectory. Nope. Okay, before you start being an asshole, let me finish my statement. I can see the Reds in maybe three to four years being a maybe playoff team. Nope. Why no? 
I just don't see it happening. I just don't see. There's no prospects. You got Nick Senzel. I got it. You got Hunter Green, too. No way. No, no. There's too many other better teams. I mean, yeah, I, I understand the Cardinals. bids, right? Say you're going to have the Dodgers. You're going to have the Cubs. You're going to have the Braves, right? That's three. No, you'd be fighting for a wild card. I don't think so. No, at most. I'm not saying. Between the Cubs and Cardinals, they're not winning that division. And the Pirates, I take that. I, I just, no, I don't see it happening. Nah, dude, the Pirates are on the goddamn decline. I feel so bad for yeah, like I feel so bad for so Marte far. and Polanco. I, no, listen, no way, not happening for the Reds. Well, again, this is not an immediate thing, but I'll tell you what: the once Votto's contract comes off the books, they'll have a shitload of money to spend. That's undeniable. That's a a handcuff like that to a small market team is a death wish. You know, the, yeah, the Yankees can overcome Ellsbury, Ellsbury's disaster contract. The Reds can't do that with Votto, who's also declining. Yeah, I don't understand why they, they gave him that. And I don't understand why they haven't dealt him. I don't get any of that. Because nobody wants a declining first baseman at that much money per year? Yeah, BS. A team would take him to the playoff hunt. If they, if, listen, I've seen stranger things happen than somebody taking a Hall of Fame. I'll tell you, I'll tell you what. If I'm the Yankees and I don't have... A first baseman for some reason at the at the trade deadline. I'll take a flyer on Votto, knowing I can DH him half the time. That's not a flyer. The guy can play. No shit, but he's. I mean, granted, Joey Votto, who at his peak is is a legitimate MVP winner. On the decline, he goes from MVP winner to borderline perennial All Star. Like his ceiling at, on the decline is still higher than a lot of guys. I'm not discrediting what he can do. Because he's a gold glover over there too. I'm just saying the guy's getting old. With a declining guy, you gotta even. I I know it's a first baseman, but even then, a declining guy. You at a certain point, you still gotta try and preserve him. Especially if you're, let's just say you're the Yankees. You acquire him at the deadline, and you still have Luke Voigt in a rotation. Then yeah, you're still gonna use Voigt. You go. You don't want him getting cold. No, I, I, I just think that they should they should look to deal him. They already should have looked to deal they, uh, They've tried. It, nobody wants the money. They haven't tried hard enough. So they can work something out. <laughs> All right. Votto to the Yankees for Sonny Gray. Straight up. Yeah, but how much of the salary are you going to take? <laughs> Not, the, the, the fact that that even came out of my mouth is a borderline you know, farce. There's no way they're doing that. He's still the face of that team. I know you got Kemp, and I know you got... I would do that in two seconds. <laughs> I mean... Did you take his contract? I mean... Two seconds. If man. if I'm not going to sign Bryce Harper to play first, I might as well take Joey Votto if I can get him. Harper's going to end up on the Dodgers for three years. Guarantee it. Months. That's the whole reason they traded the guy blocking him in the lineup. $48 million a year. Oh, yeah. It's going to be a stupid amount of money. Because they're not giving them the length. They've already said that. We're also, and, and did you... <laughs> Did you see the Dodgers already cut Homer Bailey too? Yeah, right. <laughs> that was strictly right. It was strictly a salary dump, literally for Bryce Harper. Yeah, absolutely. Now, and I assume you also heard that Harper and Machado want nothing to do with Philly, right? I did hear that. Yeah. Oh, that's hysterical. If I'm in a bidding war, right. if I'm Cashman and I'm in a bidding war for Machado with the goddamn White Sox, hysterical. 
Because I'm sorry, I'm playoff ready. They're another two years out. At least. And Machado, you know. No, from... I know. Yeah, I mean, I think Machado's a Yankee. I think Harper is... I mean, the Mets GM came out the other day and said they're still interested in him. Yeah. I don't know if that's bullshit or not, but... No, I will say Harper's... this. You, you know, <clears throat> if for some reason we end up not getting Machado, you know who I would love to see us sign for that infield? I would so, love to take a three-year, four-year flyer on DJ LeMayhew, who for some reason is not flyer. signed. That kid, that, that's not a flyer. The guy is great. I understand that. At the top of the lineup and, and that Yankee lineup and just getting on base all the time, well, the, it. the one thing LeMay, well, like, let me, not the one thing. LeMayhew is a goddamn stud. I don't know why he doesn't have a deal yet. Murphy already got signed. Yeah, that's fucking weird. I, How did Murphy get signed before LeMay? Because Murphy, at this point in his career, is going to cost you less less money for less years? You think, you think LeMay is going to get $14, 15000000 a year? I could, he's the best second that's baseman on the market. 13 12 12 and a half? Yeah, I could see... I, I'm not saying LeMay is going to get 20 I could see LeMay maybe getting 17 Oh, you're out of your mind. I want to pay that for Yeah, but there's always that one team... That will overpay. If Philly strikes well, out on Machado, I would. If I'm oh, them, I don't think they get. They got that guy Kingery. Yeah, but you still. They have they all this money to spend. Field, They'd be willing to overpay for a guy like so. Lemayhew. Who do they have in that infield? You have Hoskins. You have Kingery. You have Gene Segura, and you have Michael Franco. Right. Yes. Franco so, is the odd man out. No, not after the year he had last year. They might do a platoon. They might put Hoskins back in left field. No, dude, he's terrible over there. He's terrible at first base. Yeah, well, Hoskins is an American. He's an AL player. Hoskins but... at heart is an is an AL player. We're not. There's no there's no semantical debate there. But what I will say is, if you put Lemayhew at least in that lineup, that's getting scary now. Segura's a hell of a leadoff guy. Franco, if he keeps it up, solid middle of, your, middle of the order pop. McCutcheon's in that lineup now, too. Right. You know, and Rupp's a good catcher. They they Plus, I, Nola's yeah, a I good top of the rotation guy. I, That's a good Philly I, team if you throw in LeMayu. I'm not that impressed with Nola. Out of, the, out of the NL East, and I'm not just saying this as a Mets fan, we, I, in my opinion, it goes Braves, a little bit of a drop-off, Mets, Right under the Mets of the Nationals, and then drop off Phillies. Yeah, Washington can't suck that bad again. I don't. They're too good. They didn't suck that bad. They were five hundred. But but they're too. I mean, with Scherzer, Corbin. If those guys stay healthy, Scherzer, Corbin, and uh, Strasburg. There's no reason that them and the Mets are going to be fighting for a wild card. For sure. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm curious to see how. I don't like the Braves. I just don't like the Braves in a playoff series. Well, I think them losing in year one was great for them. Because now you know how it feels to lose in the playoffs. When you're young, you can still... They didn't do anything to address what they needed. They got Donaldson. I get, yeah, and I get that's great if you say it's healthy, but you need a starter. Well, no, they definitely need one more. And I don't think... I've heard literally nothing on, no, heard... on Bumgarner. What I have heard is that Cleveland is only looking to deal Kluber to the National League. Yes, they don't. Right, I heard that. Which, too. to me, screams Braves and Padres. Yeah, 
Yeah, I, the Padres have more to deal. Yeah, they do. But Bra- I, the Braves, well, the they, the Braves have more to deal, but they're unwilling to deal anything that anybody wants. Yeah, but the Braves need could use a front line ace. The Padres, I, no I, offense I, to the Padres, the Padres don't really. They have a lot to offer, but they're still. Padres are in on every player, but why? Because I don't understand. They're no, not gonna make a push no, because right I'll tell you why. They're because AJ Preller is about as stagnant as a jammed machine gun trigger. He's not what you would call a stable-minded GM. He's remember when he traded Kimbrel the day before opening day to Boston? Yes. Right. You you know, and then you remember when he got Mejia from yeah. the from the from Cleveland? He's made a lot of moves. I'm not saying they're questionable, but he's that guy who jumps from like out of a back alley and steals some lady's purse. That that's the mentality he makes with trades. Like, you know, fuck timing. If a deal floats my way and it's worth it, I'm gonna do it. Yeah, I get that. I just yeah, I, I don't know what it is with Preller, but he's he's the most loose cannon GM of anybody in baseball. And I think he knows he doesn't have a contender right now. He's no, close. He That's why I don't understand why they're in on everybody. Now, speaking of who they're in on, I also saw another article or rumor linking the Padres to Miguel Andujar, assuming the Yankees are willing to trade him because Christian Villanueva decided to go play in Japan. Don't ask me why. Yeah, I didn't know that. Wow. Yeah, they literally have no starting third baseman right now. He just left Peace. I, yeah, he's yeah, he went to Japan. Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, maybe I I don't know. I can't imagine he got more money. He probably did considering he was on a rookie deal. But whatever the case may be, the Padres need a third baseman. I agree. And the Padres and Yankees have made deals in the past, i.e. Chase Headley. I wouldn't be the first time they've 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 swapped. Yeah, I don't know who I don't think the Yankees trade and do hard unless they get an ace back. Uh well, you know who you know who uh, there's one player on that team because Hosmer's not going anywhere. You know who intrigues me for San Diego? Will Myers. Yeah, I don't think so. I, well, here's the thing. Will Myers started with the Rays, so he's familiar with the NL, with the AL East. He's still young, and the Yankees do need a first baseman. Granted, you're not doing Andahar for Myers eye for eye. There's no goddamn way. But yeah, well, I don't think I don't think a trade's happening with Andahar. But the the, but the Padres, like you mentioned, have the prospects to entertain anyone they want like if the Padres are calling you you can easily try and fleece them I'm not saying you can get Tatis Jr but they have enough in that system where you could make some sort of attempt to fleece them and we all know Cashman is very good at fleecing people uh yeah no I I just don't think listen I don't see I do hardly unless it's like a Bumgarner or Kluber or so what do you think? So you think the Yankees would be? I've always said that the Yankees should play to Andujar's defensive strength, which is literally knocking down the ball. He can't throw for shit, but he can. But he can rake. That to me, at sure. least. So I don't see why don't you just convert him 
to a first baseman. Take, take the arm out of his hand. A third base because a third baseman is more valuable than a trade. But if you're signing Manny Machado, who the fuck cares? The only, the only, the only person Nothing who has happened yet. I understand that, but if if all signs it, it, are no, pointing, you don't understand that. Nothing has happened yet. Right. Let's assume Machado goes to the Yankees. The only person who's moving Machado from third base in the on the Yankees lineup is Nolan Arenado if he falls into our lap, and that's probably not going to happen. I think that I think Machado's playing shortstop, first of all. Yes, he would be. Either him or Glaber. No, he would. Glaber mm-hmm. stays at second, and Duhar stays at third. Right, for now. Right, and when Didi comes back, then, I think that they're going to DH some guys. I don't think they're going to take Machado away from shortstop. Yeah, well, I mean, Unless they trade Andujar for pitching. Which could very easily happen come July 31st. Sure, right. Yeah, but for now, I don't think right. that that's gonna happen. That's not like their plans. It's not like all right, next yeah. step of this process. No, I don't. I don't. I. I mean, I don't want to see Andahar go anywhere. I really don't. I love what he brings to the team. I just, I, I, I'm curious as to seeing why Cashman is floating him to everybody but Boston. Uh, because he wants to see what he can get. That's his one chip that he's yeah, going to I, I guess he's gauging the market because we all know Glaber's untouchable. And I don't blame yeah, Cashman see, one bit. Torres no, is a freaking stud. No, but yeah, I think that he wants to see what he can get. For. I think he knows that's his only piece that he has to get a, a, an ace. That's the only thing he has. That's true. Like, he, did blow, yeah. he did blow his nut on Sheffield for the Paxton deal. Right, that's what I'm saying. So, and that was stupid. I told you that, so... Yeah, that, I, I thought. Uh, yeah, we, we, I, I, I really thought for Sheffield we could have at least entertained Paxton and maybe Segura with more with more minor leaguers on our end. I don't know why. You, yeah, I guess I don't. Sure, but I, I don't. I, I wouldn't have done either deal. Yeah. If I'm giving, I rather have traded Sheffield and then Duhar and a guy like Floriel or something or even Voigt to get like a Bumgarner. Yeah, to get that quote unquote your favorite term dog. Right, exactly. Yeah, but you know, shit doesn't play out like that, and we all know that the Bumgarner stove was on for what a day and a half. The asking yeah. price, Farhan Zahidi was asking was, way too much. I think it was he was on the stove for like three days. <laughs> right, I've never seen something that short in my life. Right, well, in off season and too. Right, well, also too. I think, I mean, granted, Farhan Zahidi would have to know his his system up in right. San Francisco by now. Like you don't just accept a job and learn your minor leaguers, you know, on the by the seat of your pants. But do you think Bumgarner would be signed with the Giants? Cuz I don't. Do I think Bumgarner would? Yeah. No, I think he I think if if the Braves keep a hole for him, they'll they would he would go to Georgia in a heartbeat. Go go back to Atlanta. I, I completely agree. I think there's I think so, there's I think there's I think there's, I think there's I think there's certain people like a Bumgarner who, if they can have the chance to sign to make their last big nut with their hometown team, they would do it. I agree. No, I, I 100% agree. And let me ask you this. Do you think there's any chance the Giants win the World Series this year? Any chance. Any chance. It's an odd year, so no. <laughs> but e- but even if it was an even year, still no. Even if it was, still no. I agree. So yeah. then my point is is that we, if they're not going to win it this year, right? Yeah. And he's not going to resign. 
he's going to get traded. You're an idiot if you don't trade. Well, I mean... As a GM of a franchise, you can't have a guy like that and let him walk and explain that to you. Well, I think the Giant, the giant fan should be happy that Zaidi is running the team now because you saw the moves he made as a Dodger GM. Right. You know, getting Machado, but at least... I, I just don't... Yeah, but the Giants don't have that much money. They're not a high-payroll team. Yeah, they are. The Giants they're, are... The no, Gi- they're yeah, they right are. in the middle. They're, no, no, they're not up there. But, they're, they're, a big, right but the they're a big market team that still sells well. They're not the Royals. Right. No, no, no. They're not bottom. They're not top. They're right in the middle. Those teams usually don't like to spend $20 million on guys. No, but... The, they're like the Mets where they'd rather have three guys... That add up to. They're not afraid to spend the money. They just don't like spending it on one player. Right. Teams like that with like the 150 to 160 million dollar range payroll would rather have the three guys at 15 million a piece, which totals up to 45, than the one guy for 30. Right. Right. That's like the trend with those mediocre, like every year could be in it if everything goes right. Teams. Oh, and by the way, I was right. The Giants have the third highest payroll in baseball. They're the third highest right now. Yeah. That's pathetic. Uh, right. Are they still paying Pop Sandoval? Probably. Oh, my God. Well, I think he might actually still be on their roster. Jesus. Yeah, no, I know he is. I know they signed him back, but I don't know if, if, if they're still paying that massive contract with this. Yeah, right now, top five in payroll. This actually shocks me a little bit. Boston's one. Uh, the Cubs are two. The Giants are three. The Dodgers are four. Seattle. In full tank mode is number five. When is when was this updated though? Because Boston just lost this is, Kelly. I'm, Kelly Kimbrell not on the roster. I'm literally not. viewing 2019. Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, this is right what now. Was it? Boston, was one. Boston, the Cubs, the Giants, the Dodgers, so the Mariners. The Cubs can explain that. How the hell did the Giants and Mariners explain that? That's pretty bad, man. Yeah, that's oh that's terrible. Two teams are in rebuild mode. Yeah, well, the Angels are six. Well, how much of that is Mike Trout? A good but chunk of it, but also that, but that's Otani money. That's Zach Cozart money. That's Justin Upton money. Yeah, but, well, you gotta remember. In my opinion, Trout and Upton were good signings. Well, Trout's the Trout is the best player in baseball, so that's a great signing. Yeah, if they can't figure this out in two years, they have to. I, I think how great would it be if he got traded to a big city? Now the Angels are supposed to be a big, you know, big market, but they're not. I'm no. talking like a Mets, a Yankees, a Red Sox, a, a uh, Dodgers, a team like that. If he goes to the Red Sox, I uh, might hang myself. But I'll cross that bridge when when we get there. So right now, the epitome of league average, just to give you the the the, the full spectrum, the the league average falls between the twelfth and thirteenth highest payrolls. Number twelve is Houston at ninety nine mil ninety nine point one five million. That's impressive. Yeah, they do at under a hundred mil. And number twelve is the uh, number thirteen is the Rockies at eighty six. So the Mets are double these guys. The Mets are at 102. 102? Yeah, you guys are number 10. They're up to 150 right now. And then in between Houston and the Mets is the Rangers, who can't figure it out either. They can't figure it. They couldn't figure it out. They had a team when they had Kinsler, Beltre, Hamilton. Prince. uh, Yeah, oh my God. 
Yeah. I, they were beating the Yankees at, at that point. Yeah, that's that's when David Freeze ripped their hearts out, and they had Nelson Cruz. That's right, they did have Nelson Cruz. Right, so. and then that was the year that that was what oh seven when they lost to the Cardinals. Yes, it was. Yeah, so that ever since they've been the lights in the outfield. Right, but they got they got uh, the, you know they the Rangers got their pieces. I'm not saying they're terrible, but it, this is not their time to win. And then let's see, all the way at the bottom. Oakland A's, 24 mil. What about the Rays? Rays right now are at 13. 13 million? Yeah. Because this is, the, the, the I'm looking at sporttrack.com. They only have $13 million on their payroll. Right now. Dude, the Rays, dude. $13 million on their payroll, Luke? Right now, yeah. 13 million? Yeah, on their 25 man, it's literally 8.1 million. Total? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh God! Wow, that's impressive for a ninety-win team in the AL East. Right. Well, that whole team is young stud prospects that they because no, they draft well. Still, that shouldn't happen. Where they right. Well, well also that, remember, Aaron Judge is making under a million dollars from the Yankees. No, I know that team. It just that's what it, right. Blake Snell's Blake Snell costs less than a million. It just goes to show you, right? Like you don't need to spend that much money in order to have like. A competitive team, and then with teams like the Mets, the Giants, well, at least the Giants win World Series. When a team like the Mets goes out there and spends 150 mil, 160 mil, they just they don't know how to fucking spend the thing. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm like I'm looking at this list now. Kansas City's 15 at 83. That's bad. They need to dump half that. Yeah, that's really bad. Well, they they, they you know what? They got to the World Series two years in a row. And they won one. So I'm not going to really. Yeah, but all that money is in Sal Perez. For the next ten years. All that money's in Sal Perez. Yeah, and you know what? He he won them a World Series, so. I mean, he, yeah, him and between him and Alex Gordon, they're happy there. God bless them. They got a ring. Yeah, no, I, I think when you win a ring and you're not one of the big teams, it's whatever happens the next, like, ten years, you kind of got to live with it. Yeah. But, um, yeah, friggin', I, I – Certain these teams, man. Some of these teams got to figure their shit out. No, yeah, no. There's no doubt about that. Yeah, but uh, on that note, I'm going to put up the white flag and say we wrap this one up, bud. What do you think? Ready yeah, to put a bow good. on her? Sounds yeah, sounds good, man. All right, I will uh, talk to you uh, soon. All right, sounds good, bro. Peace. Peace. And that was episode three of Bleacher Creatures podcast. Uh, like I've said, thank you guys so much for listening. The continued support, you know, myself and John, we love it. Um, by all means, drop us a line on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, um, or shoot an email over to the Bleacher Creatures Podcast at gmail.com if you want to submit a topic or you know start an argument with me and John. We love that too. And I know I've said it last week, and I'll say it again. Uh, have a great rest of your holiday season and a great, great New Year.